God, out of all the activities that we had today, we served them and we came to your house of prayer that, God, we can meet with you face to face. That, God, you can rebuke us in this place as well as teach us, O oh Lord, because we need to know you. Help us, O oh Lord, even as we go through your scriptures, O oh Lord, this morning, that, God, you will speak unto us in a way we can hear you. And this we do pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Please let's be seated as we give a big hand clap to this uh, team that does so well here uh, to the glory uh, and honor of God. Thank you. Thank you. Praise and worship team. Um, I know many of us probably even all of us have been doing exams at one point or another. But have you been told, be careful as you take this test because you cannot afford to miss on this, especially this one question. Be careful as you answer this because you cannot afford to miss on this one question. Have you? Have you? Now, in Matthew chapter 16 and verses 13 onwards, we we find the disciples um, who had been with Jesus for three years now. And it seems like it's time for the final exam. What happens when you are waiting for your final exam? What are some of the things, the features that come in when you are waiting for the final exam? Number one, someone? Anxiety? Someone else? Fear, crying, right? Not really. Final exam, final exam. Am I going to pass this? And so that was the time right there. So Jesus wants them to be clear about something. And this is like a national exam. This is a big test here. Who he is? Do they really know him? That's what the psalmist says in chapter 25 and we read, no one who hopes in you will ever be put to shame. But shame will come on those who are treacherous without cause. Show me your ways, O Lord, the psalmist says. Teach me your paths. Guide me in your truth and teach me. For you are God my Savior and my hope is in you all day long. And so Jesus is wondering. Do these people really know who I am? Do these people really know me? Do these people know me as their guide, as their teacher, as their savior, as a person that will be there for them every time? And so in verses 13, 14 of Matthew chapter 16, it says, When Jesus came to the region of Caesarea Philippi, he asked his disciples, what do people say the Son of Man is? Now, this is a test. What do people say the Son of Man is? Now, listen to their response here, which is in threefold. Number one, these people say, we hear them saying, you are John the Baptist. Why John the Baptist? Because 
John the Baptist preached repentance like Jesus, Jesus was. Jesus spoke with a lot of authority. John only appointed, no, pointed to the Lamb of God, but Jesus was the Lamb of God that takes away the sin of mankind. So John the Baptist. Number two, they say, you know what? We have listened to them, and we have heard the same. Say, you are Elijah. Then why Elijah? Elijah, remember, prayed, and the heavens opened and they closed. Whether it was fire or water, fire to consume or water to, you know, to, to make sure that everything is, is fine. That was Elijah. Jesus had a powerful prayer, prayer life as well. Remember, the disciples did not tell Jesus, can you teach us how to, pray, uh, how to, how to preach or even how to do miracles? They said, teach us how to do what? Pray. Then number three, they say, you know what, Jesus? We hear them saying, you are Jeremiah or any of the prophets. Jeremiah was the weeping prophet and was known for his tears, if you will. Jesus was moved to tears on many occasions. He wept. And still today, Jesus is moved with tears. When we are hurting, he's there for us. When we hurt, he hurts along with us. He understands us. He feels with us. He stays with us when we are sick. He stays with us on the hospital bed. He goes and walks with us. He has compassion on you and me. And now in verse 15. Now remember, Jesus has been listening. They are telling him, hey, people are saying, not them. People are saying, you are John the Baptist. Others are saying you are Elijah. Others are saying you are the, the Eli Jeremiah, oh, one of the prophets. And then he listens to them, and he looks at them very well on their eyes, all of them. And then he asks, what about you? Now, ask your friend, what about you? <laughs> what about you? He says, what about you? What about you? Now, this question becomes tri trickier, if you will. It is now more tricky. It is going to be, you know, positioned on one person, channeled on one person. What about you? What about you? What do you say, I am? And I can see now these guys looking at each other. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Peter, I, I think when he belebele. Do you, do you know? Do you know? He's now narrowing down on us. He's, he's now getting into our nerves. Yes, tumemwambia vile watu wanasema, how about us? Tukisema hivi, tutakuwa tumekosea. My friend, this is not a question to be avoided. It has to be answered. It has to be answered right. Mwana It has to be answered, and it has to be answered right. Yes, we might say that the Bible tells us that Jesus Christ is the name above all names. He's the bread of life, the beginning and the end. Emmanuel, God with us, the good shepherd, the greater I am, the faithful and the true, 
the judge of the living and the dead, the Lamb of God, name all of them, the resurrection and the life, the Son of God, our Savior, the way, the truth, and the life. Yes, Jesus is all this and more. But what about you? Who is Jesus to you? We can be here, my friends, because we are all going to church. And we have say, had people talking about Jesus. But do you know this Jesus? Who is Jesus to me? Who is Jesus to you? And what happens when Jesus becomes one of you? What happens when you have that relationship with Jesus? Let's forget about what they say about Jesus. Well, let's forget about what they say about the church. What is the church to you? What is the church to me? What is the church to you? What is, who is Jesus to you? Peter answered, you are the Christ, the son of the living God. You are the Christ, the son of the living, living, living God. Peter is saying, you are my savior. <laughs> Amen. He said, you are, you are my savior. And Jesus looks at him and says, good, Simon, son of John. For this truth did not come to you from any human being, but it was given to you directly from my Father in heaven. When it comes to answering the right question, my, name, my friend, it is not just about it. It is something that comes from God. It is something that comes straight from heaven. God speaks to you and me, and he says, you are my child. I have come so that you can have life and have it more, more abundantly. That is what we need to answer. That is the correct answer, as, as Peter says. That is what we need, Jesus to be our Savior. My friends, regardless of where we are, we must be ready and able to answer this question. The crowd will not answer this for you. The church will not answer this for you, my friend. Your parents, those that are young, will not answer this question for you. Your children will not answer this question for you. Your spouse will not answer it for you. Your close friends cannot answer this question for you. They are helpless as far as this question is concerned. This is not a question that we can avoid or abstain or opt out from answering. If you delay, you can, also, you can just delay about answering it, but you love to answer this question. How many of us did exams when mathematics was a must? Was what? It is still a must? Oh, it is still a must. <laughs> Even now. <laughs> you know, I'm not going to get there. How many loved maths? Please, be, be frank. Be frank. Be, be, <laughs> be frank. How many loved maths? <laughs> you see, my name is not up. Because <laughs> I know. I know the trouble with maths. 
But they said it is a must for you to do what? To do maths. And so this is this way I'm saying. This is not a question that you can abstain. It is not a question that you can opt out from answering. No, you can delay it. You can say not now. You can say not tomorrow. But you will have to answer it, whether you like it or not. And so, if you know you have to go on a journey, what do you do? You better start, in go, start going on that journey as early as possible. When you got a visa and you knew you were coming to America, did you shell off it for next year? How many shelved their visas for next year? Very few. If anything, because anaweza kuchange mind aseme tuziingie tunafanya nini tunaenda it is a question that you cannot opt out we will have to answer it at some point my friends as i finish this is the most important question you will ever get in your life who is jesus to you your answer determines how you will live your life, either here or, or where you will go when you die. Very important question. If you give Jesus a chance in your life, if, if you answer this question correctly, then you will not be the same again. Amen? You will not be the same again. Your service to God and your priorities will change. Sometimes I listen to people giving me excuses why they cannot ABCD. And I look at them and I understand what might be happening. And I tell God, God, can you help such a person to know you? To know you. Very scary, isn't it? If if you answer this question correctly, we will not use our gifts just the way we want. We will use our gifts to glorify God. If you answer this question correctly, problems will be solved. Prayers will be answered. Doors are going to be open and the yokes will be broken and that way you will not destroy your body anymore by consuming bad things like cigarettes and marijuana ama kukula pombe ovyovyo. If you know who Jesus is. Because it says, when I come and or into you, into your life, remember you will become the temple of Jesus, the temple of God. And so there are things that cannot happen in that temple. Amen? You will have hope even when things are at all. And so I ask, who is Jesus to you? If you have never answered this question, well, appropriately, in the affirmative, it's okay even to close your eyes at any point now and cry unto God and say like the psalmist in chapter 25 and verse 7, according to your love, remember me, for you are good, O Lord. And Paul writes, at the name of Jesus, 
Every knee should bow in heaven and on earth. And every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. And Jesus himself says in John chapter 6 and verse 44, No man can come to me unless the Father who sent me draws him to come to me. This morning, I want to remind all of us that it is not by accident that you are here today. God has arranged the circumstances of your life so you will hear this message today and you'll be able to answer the question, who is Jesus Christ to you? Who is Jesus Christ to you? If you answer that question well, you will not bother about a lot of things. You will know what to do, and you will do the right thing. Things will come in your life, but you will conquer them in the name of Jesus. Trying moments will come in your life, but you will overcome them through the one that is in you. You're here on a divine purpose, my friend, and this question is for all of us. It is for, that, for those, of, those of us who preach. It is for these who sing. It is for all of us who even, even serve in all capacities. We must say yes to Jesus if we want to be fruitful. The kingdom of God, my friend, is not about eating. It is not about drinking. It is not about making and having fun. It is not just about having good time and, and singing and fame and dancing. It is about life and death. It is a serious business. We, we were brought and we were bought with blood. Our bodies belong to God. Our minds belong to God to think about the right, the right things. And so if we say that we follow Christ, we must also say we want to live as he lived and have the same purpose. Anyone who makes serious commitment to believe in Jesus Christ as Savior is secure in God's promises and eternal life. And Jesus says, I stand on the door and I knock. If anyone opens the door for me, I will come in. And this is the right time to cry unto God and tell God to have mercy on us. Many times we are dropped. Many times people step on us. Many times we are crumbled. Many times people make us dirty by the circumstances that come our own way. Many times we feel as though we are worthless and we do not know what to do. 
But Jesus promises to fight for us if we know him. If we know him. You cannot lose your value in the eyes of God. To God, dirty or clean, greased or not, you are always priceless. And tell God to touch you again, to come through for you in your life through taking a step of faith. Jesus looked at these people and says, and so I tell you, Peter, you are rock. And on this rock, uh, the foundation, I will build my church. And not even death will ever be able to overcome it. Then he says, I will give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven. What you prohibit on earth will be prohibited. Or what you bind on earth will be bound in heaven. And what you loose on earth will be loosened in heaven. Then Jesus ordered them not to tell so much about him. My friend, because of all we are in Christ, God is, God is counting on you and me to build his church. To build his church. And he says, we have been given the keys. We have been given the keys. Whatever we bind here will be bound up there. Whatever we lose here will be loosed up there. What are we doing with the keys? Who is Jesus Christ to you? Who is Jesus Christ to you? Yes, they have been saying who he is to them. You have heard them talk about what Jesus has done to people. But how about you? What has Jesus done to you? It is a time to think about this and to surrender ourselves to God. As you tell God to touch us again in this place. Think about it. Who is Jesus to you? Who is Jesus to you? As you tell God, touch me once more. Touch me once more. Who is Jesus to you? The Lord is saying, yes, they have been saying who I am. And they, you have said what they say about me. But how about you? How about you? What do you say I am? If you are here, my friend, and you have never met Jesus as a personal Savior, you cannot say, yes, Jesus has saved me. I know him. I can call on him. And he can come anytime. Raise up your hand and we will pray with you. If you are here and you've never met Jesus, this is the right time to receive him as your personal Savior. Yes, you have struggled with a lot of things all this time. Yes, you have heard them say yes and now come, but he has never visited you in a big and special way. Anyone? Raise up your hand and we'll pray with you. Anyone? It is the Spirit talking, not me. Anyone? Anyone? 
you are here the Lord is saying yes you may have been doing things but not the right way God has spoken unto you this morning you need a special prayer raise up your hand we'll pray with you you need a special prayer this morning raise up your hand we'll pray with you thank you for those hands raise up your hands raise them to God raise them to God it's not anyone else here because we have been called to serve in this place Father in heaven we come before you this time again grateful for who you are in our lives oh Lord proclaiming that God you are our God you are the Alpha you are the Omega you are the healer oh Lord it is you who knows our lives are God it is you who brought us in this place oh Lord it is you ministers unto us when we share milele. There are times when we cannot make it, O oh Lord, but God, you come to remind us that God, you are with us. We thank you and we honor you this morning. That God, you have spoken unto us, O oh Lord, as you wish to speak unto us when we share milele. Many are the times when we follow the crowd. Many are the times when we say what others say. But God, in this place, you have challenged us, O oh Lord, to be able to know you are who you are in our life. To be able to understand you, O oh God. To be able to do the things that you have called us to do, O oh Lord. So that God, we may be strong as we live in this life. Because God, we will have to answer this question whether we like it or not, O oh God. We may postpone it, O oh Lord. But a time is coming when we love to answer it. Because we cannot survive in this sinful world, in this complicated world without your presence, O oh God. Hear our prayer, O oh Lord. Have mercy on us, Mungushie Milele. Come and revisit us again because you know how, O oh Lord. In our struggles, you are there. In our walking, you are there. In our time-trying moments, God, you are there. In times when we are sick, you are there, O oh God. How we pray that, God, you come and lighten the burdens upon us, O oh Lord. So that God, you will say, we have seen you. We remember those that are sick of God. We remember those that are going through trying moments. We also remember those that have lost their loved ones, oh Lord. Others have traveled to Kenya. Those that we do know and those that we not know, Lord. We pray that God, you wipe their tears. And that God, your mercies will be upon them. Remember Newton and we thank you for him. We remember others that are in hospital beds, oh Lord. We remember others that have come out of God. And we continue to bless your name because we are faithful. May you continue to speak unto us. To do the right thing, oh Lord. And to know that God you called us at a time as this. We thank you for this church. We thank you for the youth, oh Lord. We thank you for all the groups. We thank you for what we do here. May your name be glorified as we do the things that we do. Receive all the glory and all the honor. We thank you and we honor you. And this we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 God bless you.